0: You're listening to Life in the Trenches. Relatable, faith-built conversations about everyday life to encourage and connect. Because at the end of the day, we're all in this life together. Welcome back. I'm your host, Melissa Sharp. In 2014, a romantic comedy movie was released called Love, Rosie. The movie is based upon a novel titled Where Rainbows End by Irish novelist Cecilia Hearn. It's a coming-of-age movie about a young set of friends named Rosie and Alex. Both dreamers since childhood and the best of friends who understand each other's quirky ways, they make a plan to execute those many dreams of theirs. Shortly after their high school graduation, Rosie, making a stereotypical teenage decision, ignorant of the consequences when trying to grow up too fast, finds herself pregnant. At home, surrounded by candid pictures of friends, fairy lights, and an old solar system science project, a child within a child, she gives birth to a daughter. Upon seeing her daughter's face and holding her in her arms, She changes her mind from the adoption she had planned to sacrificing her heart and her dreams in order to be a mother. The story unfolds for both main characters as the years pass along. Love, relationships, pain, loss, dreams met, and dreams broken. All the things that make a life. The human existence charged by the human condition. The film takes you on an emotional ride. One of the film's greatest storylines is the one of the unsung hero in Rosie's life, her father. He's a working class man who sacrifices for his family. He is Rosie's biggest supporter and champion. Some of the movie's most profound yet easily missed moments are the ones between Rosie and her dad. When she dreams of going to America to further her education, it's her father who spurs her on. When her newborn is up crying all night with colic, it's her father who comes to her side and her rescue. And when her grief is beyond words, it's a letter penned from his hand that appears right in the moment that she needs it. As a fatherless daughter, this resonated with me, and the very story behind the story is what my heart latched on Now, I'm not saying that we need to emulate these fictional characters. My faith comes before my absent father, and I know that I'll be held accountable to the consequences of my actions, whether they're in line with my faith or that which leads me or not. I recently heard the statement made that we are in an epidemic of a fatherless society. According to the National Fatherhood Initiative, there's a father absence crisis in America. According to the U.S. Census Bureau, 18.3 million children, that's roughly one in four, live without a biological step or adoptive father in the home. This statistic has affected many other issues in America today, including a four times greater risk of poverty, behavioral problems, teenage pregnancy, twice the risk of infant mortality. They're more likely to have drug and alcohol abuse problems, go to prison, suffer obesity, commit crimes, and twice as likely to drop out of high school, forfeiting their chances for higher education. The statistics are just as staggering in other parts of the world, including here in Canada, with only 38 million people compared to the U.S. population of 300 million. According to the Canadian Association for Equality, there are roughly 150,000 lone parent families in Canada, with 80% of those being female lone parents. There are many negative effects of fatherlessness on children, on partners, and on society in general. Often men are not socialized to value fatherhood the same way women are encouraged to embrace their identity as mothers. Recent research has shown that parental deprivation and fatherlessness during times of development altered the neurological brain chemistry in children and caused them to be prone to risky behavior and substance abuse. The statistics are there and the numbers don't lie, but that isn't the whole story. There are many, many people who end up in tragic, life-altering, not-so-ideal circumstances in their lives who do or did come from a loving home. I know my own story as being the fatherless daughter isn't as unique as there are so many of us. I fall into the statistics in so many different ways, but that isn't the be all and end all. See, Rosie knew. Rosie did understand. She was adored and loved, yet manipulated as a teenage girl. She left behind her dreams for motherhood. But what needs to be noticed isn't the circumstances themselves necessarily, but the way that she handled them. Rosie did everything that she did out of love. Even when she claimed early on in the movie that she didn't really believe in God, she had to honor her parents' faith. When she wasn't loved the way that she deserved, she stood her ground and stood up for herself. She kept quiet when words would have just hurt. She learned from her sins and her mistakes, and she carried those lessons with her as she matured into being a woman. This character is so rich and deep and sentimentally loved, and I believe, perhaps without the author even knowing so, it was because Rosie knew she was loved, and that made Rosie loyal. Children who are without a parent will grow up into adults questioning whether or not they were loved. We may know that our mothers loved us, but that doesn't erase the other half of the equation that makes us whole. Argue with me if you will, but in my experience and the countless other experiences that I've encountered, we'll tell you otherwise. I could easily start preaching about the Father's love. But this isn't about that. I know the promises of God, but more than know them, I have lived them. Live them in the moments of bad decisions and past mistakes. All sin. Yes, I know that all. Now it's something else. I've lived in them, weeping on the bathroom floor, hiding behind closed doors. I've lived them on the mountaintop and in the valley below. I have lived them and I will continue to live them again and again in this human experience in my human condition, but charged by a power bigger than me. Yeah, it it is something else. And it's something else I keep trying to find when I live through all the days of my life. As the years fade by and new mercies present themselves each and every day, I'm trying my best to find the wisdom within it all. See, wisdom isn't hidden from us. It's all around us. All we need to do is ask and we can see it. That's also His promise. And in my own experiences, I've come to learn that I can't avoid every pitfall every bend in the road, or every disaster that comes my way, because for all my hard work of trying to avoid them, the enemy of my soul is there planting landmines where I'm not looking and where I can't see them. So my conclusion is this. Being a fatherless daughter doesn't define me, but how I respond to the situation or circumstance of my life is... I didn't ask for my father to disappear. I can ask for the promises that God has given me. Perhaps life is less about how we ended up in the valley, less about how we reached our disappointment, less about how we found ourselves within our mass. And perhaps it's more about how we ascended back up to the mountaintop, more about how we responded instead of reacted to our disappointments. And perhaps it's more about how we surrendered in order to ask for help to clean up our mess. Thanks for joining me today. You know, I want to live life like Rosie, knowing that I'm loved and making decisions and choices based on that fact. Not because at one time in my life I felt unloved and alone.